Uh, you're listening to CKUT 90.3 FM, broadcast live from downtown Montreal. Uh, we are campus and community radio station, and we have the pleasure of inviting a Czech, but recently Canadian-based uh, photographer, David Tyshinsky. Thank you for coming. Hi, thank you for inviting me. Of course, of course. Welcome to Montreal. What are your impressions of the city? Well, um, I like it. I like it a lot. And unfortunately, I haven't seen so much of it yet because I've been spending most of the time everywhere else except of Montreal. Yeah, can you tell us about your uh, recent travels? Where have you been based for the past few months during this pandemic? All right, so I came to Canada exactly six months ago and I've been based on Vancouver Island and, and well, then the COVID thing happened. So I ended up like I am the I'm the I'm a lover of uh, pops and socialization, and so I ended up sitting in the park and uh, writing my book about most of my travels, the most funny, most crazy, most sad, and most e uh, extreme experience during my travels around the world. And you've traveled to how many countries? I guess I've been to more than 60 countries. Wow, oh my gosh. And you've yeah. also been published by Le Monde, Vanity Fair, Huffington Post, The Guardian, The Sun, all over oh, the world. Oh, you remember that? Oh. Yeah, I just wanted to ask what your aim is in your process, generally. Well, what your aim is. Well, so, mm, my whole aim, the whole reason why I do photography, the whole point is to that I want to kill stereotypes with photography because I consider photography as a weapon to open eyes and to kill stereotypes and also as a cure which like you can just kill the stereotypes with an open eyes probably yeah. said the same thing just no, three that's different really ways cool. that's a great mandate <laughs> it's very no and can I ask you where do you think that stands between journalism and art like you're published in both news and culture sections Right. Um, so, what do you, what, what do you, uh, how do you approach your uh, subjects, basically? Right. Um, I consider photography as an art. If it's not just, uh, if it's just not the moment taken, whatever way, and especially when you leave, when you. Yeah, when you leave your camera to decide for you, when you allow your camera, to, that means you would just take the picture from your phone or out a uh, newer setup, automatic setting. That means like the camera decided for you. But if you do it fully manual and you put yourself in it, like your inner God and your mm -hmm. own vision, then you are creating something and it's uh, an art. Yeah, I mean, you often choose some content that could be very real and very disturbing um, and are you ever like emotionally affected is my question by your subjects oh well I'm, I'm kind of I kind of get used to it but I'm still a human being so I get very much uh, yeah probably for example in my case it it ends up that I'm just like drinking more <laughs> So I'm kind of standing it, but the question is, why am I drinking more? Is it just my habit or is it connected? I, d I don't actually know, but like photographing the war zone in Ukraine, I've been just focusing mm -hmm. on the women in the war zone. Mm -hmm. 
that was kind of tough. Like when I met this uh, soldier right at the like the, the war zone, literally. And when we met, we we shook hands, mm -hmm. and the very moment that we shook hands, uh, we received the uh, like <laughs> shooting from oh the Russian gosh. side. On, like so, she just took me and put my head head down. Oh my gosh! And it was all crazy. So yeah, that's kind of hard thing to get over with the of beer. Of course. Kind of, but the whole thing that I find important in mm -hmm. photography, in my case, is that I choose controversial topics because mm -hmm. I think nowadays, mostly only with the controversy, you can change something or, op or open eyes because people are just so used to see all the pictures. Mm -hmm. Ah, that's another picture. Yeah, it's good. Okay, that's another picture. Okay, cool. But when they see something that is shocking, they're like, wow! And that's the, that's the whole point, to open eyes mm -hmm. with yeah. a contro controversial pictures. My next question was if you ever experienced censorship in any way, if you were so controversial, like from editors or... Oh yeah, um, I, like a lot from, uh, <laughs> from Facebook, I've been banned so many times, oh, really? that, uh, like for months. Oh my god. And uh, I think there are just like few a uh, few attempts mm -hmm. so I mean if I would sc screw it again once more uh, my whole profile will get blocked I think mm -hmm. same with Instagram and I've, I've been censored by not only that I forget to put censorship over the boobs or mm -hmm. ass mm -hmm. uh, I get also like uh, banned for swastika oh. but, uh, but you know I was making fun out of Nazis Yes, like you know, course. I was making it was a big joke because I was just making um, them being homosexuals yeah. because most of them they are very homophobic. Mm -hmm. So you know, I just made homosexual out of them. Mm -hmm. And but you know, Facebook don't care how do you mean it if it's a good way or a bad way, even though it's like fight against Nazism. Still, they did ban the picture, and I can go on. And yeah, like many times magazines. Mm -hmm keep telling me like this is not for our audience it's too much and stuff like that As well yeah but mm -hmm. and uh, you were talking more recently about your uh, series in Lviv Ukraine and I you know big fan you've been to Little Rock you've been to so many places now Montreal like what draws you to a specific uh, setting or city like what you spent some time in the big city Montreal but you were just in I've been to Victoria and BC and then after like three and a half months I, I finished my book and I moved to Canmore, Alberta and I forget what you were asking for <laughs> I was asking what draws you to these places Alright, um, so this was pretty random um, Usually I, I pick up a subject or if I don't, if I just cannot find a subject for a, for a month Sometimes I just pick up destination and just want to explore it and see what's interesting that for me, what's unusual or not well known or yeah, I like to use the word controversial because it's my favorite word apparently. It's a good word. It's a very good word. And to Canmore mm -hmm. and just in Canada in general, I came a lot thanks to my girlfriend because she it was her dream mm -hmm. to come over and for me, I don't care if I'm in Prague or Vancouver, because mm -hmm. I'm a freelancer. Plus, I'm yeah. I usually find my subjects that I want to work on, people's stories, 
uh, or I'm just doing my things that I can just do anywhere else like drinking beer and think about life and write some things and come up with new ideas amazing amazing similarly how are you how did you get to Little Rock so oh so t I think uh, two years ago I've been I've been going through the southern United States like mm -hmm. Arkansas Mississippi Alabama um, Louisiana mm -hmm. and I get this contact um, I get this contact in Little Rock in Arkansas and I, I've heard that there is a man who suffers from agoraphobia and he haven't left his house for nine years from the fear from the outside world mm -hmm. and so I said uh, oh that's that's the subject for me and but how did you get to this man if he was agoraphobic? Oh, so that's the that's the interesting slash funny part about it. That uh, I just gave, I just wrote him on Facebook, and uh, he. I told, I asked him. I told him straight what I want, what I'm doing, and that would be it. Would be really great to meet up with him and maybe photograph his day in life. Mm -hmm. And out of nowhere he get back to me and he said that he knows my photography for years which <laughs> <laughs> is yeah. unbelievable and <laughs> that was my my lead my key to be able to photograph him so he said I, I haven't met anybody in last years except mm -hmm. of my sister mm -hmm. but this this is an exceptional moment for me and you can come over and photograph the day of my life but he said like only because he also suffers for the multi-personality mm -hmm. disease so he, he, he said yeah disorder he said he has nine different personalities and he can only spend meeting me if he would be his personality called Ophelia which is chauvinistic uh, personality transgender uh, female dancer okay. and so yeah I, I said yeah, I'll, 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 I'll do that risk I'll risk it and so I came straight from straight from Tennessee, okay. and Buster was there. <laughs> this is his name, and we met, and it was it was a very nice day, and uh, he was very open. Uh, he was very in good, in a good mood. I only felt a little bit guilty because uh, he's taking he's taking some pills for I don't know anxiety. So he said he would he would take like way more. way more than usually mm. to spend it for real oh so I just didn't want to have my fingers in his overdose yeah. but anyway it worked out and we both had fun and but you know what that's something I didn't tell you when I was telling you mm -hmm. before uh, he was agoraphobic and he haven't left his house for nine years and actually the same day uh, I met a journalist uh, randomly I don't even know how I met him okay. and he said like wow that's a big story do you think it would be possible to go there again so I asked Buster and he was already in that good mood that he said like yeah sure come back again with your new friend so I, and I was thinking like whoa what's going on <laughs> what's going on with Buster it's, it's good that he's it's becoming uh, cool with all, yeah like cool with other other people yeah. so we came there and out of yeah, we, they just like we all met together, and they. Um, I would just make it shorter. They became friends, 
and the day after Buster left his house to a local bar with the journalist is they're both gay and I don't know anything else anymore. <laughs> the rest is history. <laughs> That's so sick. That's so sick. And you can find that edition in Vanity Fair, right? Oh yeah, it was published by Italian Vanity Fair so online cool. only. So cool. Well, now I want to talk about a particularly less disturbing uh, series that's uh, available publicly on your website, which is your Life is Good series. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Alright. So, the, um, Life is Good series is satirical series. It's just, um, again, as the rest of my photography, it's, uh, the, it's the main aim is to kill stereotypes and open eyes. Except, it's satirical, so it's arranged. It's not photojournalistic piece of mine. And basically, I set up the happenings. So it's, it's you know, the, the full picture is not arranged. It's just the happening, like bringing chicken, bringing chickens into KFC mm-hmm. and seeing what's gonna happen. Yeah, you know, just yeah. for just for a little visit. Like okay. I don't want to be. I don't mind to be straightforward, activistic, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to stay away, be more like <laughs> I don't know how to explain that, like be more tricky, mm-hmm. a little bit. Maybe it's not the right word. No, no, but being like slyer yeah. and perhaps staging it, which you don't refined. Ex- yeah, refined. Yeah. Refined. Yeah, probably. I don't know if it's even word in English, but of course, of course. Um, yeah, I want to be more smart about the certain ideas so people will not judge it or overlook it and just with the fact that it's just another stupid activistic nonsense so I'm trying not to really put on the activistic angle that would be like obvious Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm just making uh, fun of everyday uh, stereotypes and also the problem problematics of today Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah you have you cover drug drug addiction very heavily and social like unrest uh, quite uh, quite accurately even if not from that angle um. <laughs> and you've been photographing for like a number of years now um, do you find that sometimes your content uh, cycles through relevance or for example your series in Belarus in terms of breaking uh, breaking stereotypes like that is exactly what subculture is like homosexuality in front of a religious backdrop like um, can you talk a little bit about your time in Belarus and Lviv? Like yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about the soldier content. Oh uh, right. Uh, so that that was in the in the Donbas. Mm-hmm. That's the very other side of Ukraine. Okay. Lviv okay. is next to Polish borders. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I've been talking about it a little bit. Maybe. Yes. Well, maybe at the beginning when you were talking about Ukraine, we, women women during war in Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, was that Don- Donbas? Yes. Okay. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. What about Belarus? When were you there? Okay, so that's that's another project that I just I just decided to I was like 20, 21, 22 years old mm-hmm. and I don't like to I'm not a, I'm not a tourist. I'm not a mm-hmm. so I, I I I'm just not visiting like touristy places for with a tourist aim. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I, I I do go to Paris. I do go to London, but not as a tourist. Um, so and I like to visit unusual, well maybe with in the terms of tourists like mm-hmm. touristy uh, norms. Anyway, I like to go to all the places, whether they are usual or not usual for tourists. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I thought like, why the hell not? I would visit 
Minsk in Belarus. Plus, I had a friend there at that time. Mm-hmm. So I just jump on a bus and jump on a train. And I get to... I, I jump on a train to Moscow and get off in Minsk. That's awesome. And I didn't really know what I'm going to do there yet. But mm-hmm. the, I've seen all the Soviet monuments and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I got in touch with the LGBTQ community there. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be fun to... Because that's uh, pretty illegal. Plus, it's not even tolerated, even if it wouldn't be illegal oh. by the locals. Of course, of course. Whether you're lesbian or gay. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be fun and provoking to make uh, pictures of... Um, lesbian or gay couples kissing or holding hands mm-hmm. in front of the Soviet monuments mm-hmm. with like fake blood like on their hands and stuff so this one of the um, artsy series uh, I, I don't know we, it's kind of like life is good except it's not killing uh, all the stereotypes it's just killing the very uh, particular stereotype in Belarus so they were just like couples with a fake blood on their faces and hands just like kissing madly so in cool. front of the Soviet monuments. I love it. I love that series. And yeah, otherwise I've been just hanging around there, <laughs> just meeting random local people, drinking beer with them, having a good time. Great. Probably I wouldn't write it. I might write that just like a little short chapter for the book about it. I didn't even wrote a chapter to my book about this. Probably I don't have anything really interesting to say about it. Of course, of course. Is that the project you're probably the most excited about, your book then, like in the upcoming months? Uh, yeah. Because um, you're going home after a while. <laughs> after yes, a while yes, I'm, I'm, I'm going home uh, um, in, actually in uh, 30 minutes. Yep, yeah. I gotta leave uh, to the airport and I'm gonna be back home in Prague uh, by tomorrow and then uh, all my family and friends are expecting me in, in, on uh, October. Like my mom, sh- yeah, I'm, I'm, I was blurring and trying to, you know, make her a surprise. So she's That's she's not expecting awesome. me tomorrow. And I arranged with her best friend to go have a beer at this very point at this time. And I would just come there and That's she would. <laughs> yeah. And then my last question for you, David, is on the, in this line of provocation, where do you think religion and God stands in photography? Okay. Montreal's a very Catholic city, if you haven't noticed. Alright, uh, well, f- yeah. for the last question, you chose quite a big <laughs> subject. I mean, I don't consider God that that God would be, be like anyhow religious or that only the religions can lead to a one God, whatever you consider as God, as, as if it's universe. consider God that it's something that comes from you we are all little gods <laughs> we just have like individual transparency of God for example or like the amount of God that go through us it's individual for example Michael Jackson had that uh, God very strongly going through him <laughs> and some people who for example are lost and they so-called, they 
they're lost and they haven't found themselves there is not much of God going through them that well, that's just my uh, philosophy some you can just feel God through some people more and through some people less yeah mostly you can feel God through uh, musicians and the music itself through any art I consider art as a shamanism because it's the same as a I consider God um, as a. I consider art as a shamanism. As a shaman leads you to a state of mind when you can understand something through something else. So, for example, arts, music, or photography, or movie, or painting, is something that if 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 it's your aim. You, you want to explain something to somebody you can do it through art mm -hmm. you can um, make them feel somehow after listening to some of your music and to understand something even if you're not singing in that song if it's just instrumental music mm -hmm. for example I prefer instrumental music so if it's instrumental music for example you can you can make somebody feel in a certain way so they will not understand you only, but they will also understand your inner God okay. or, or some, whatever you want to say with that. It's not necessarily God, but whatever you feel depends on how strong it is. So all arts, including photography, is a way to, uh, under, to find out something, to understand God and to understand some, something. Mm -hmm. interview outside in an alley with David Tyshinsky from Prague. Uh, check him out on his website and also in the latest issue of McLean's. Um, this is CKUT 90.3 FM. Stay tuned.